Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And my mic is too far from my face. That's Andrew. Yes, mic sir. Is too far from his face. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't record for like a two weeks. You know? Yeah. His mic gets too far from his face. It, it drifts away. It's like a gravitational orbit. It's more like an oval than a circle, you know. That makes a lot of sense to everybody. We're doing great. We're just shaking off the rest. All right. I believe in us. We're here to yeah. talk about adventures yeah, and this. odyssey. Amen to that. We are Amen. talking about episode 684, The Green Ring Conspiracy, part six. We're halfway done with this the, album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're halfway done with this half of the saga. Amen. So exciting. We are at the end of day two. Yeah, it's true. Which, you make a great point. It I, ends at a carnival. Mm-hmm. Exciting, as, exciting. As, as we talked about previously, the way all good television shows end. Certainly the 2016 ones. Is that what we just... I thought it was 2018. It doesn't matter. 2019? Who knows? The year of the carnival. You know what we're talking about. You you do, because you've listened to us previously, and we've had this conversation. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We really pay off long-time listeners here. Amen to that. Um, Do you have a bucket on your head? No. (laughs) So, uh, keeping with our uh, minimal uh, context theme... We have uh, one new voice actor in this episode. We have uh, Dan Hagen voicing Archie Hagler. Yeah, his voice is uncomfortable. It's a choice for sure. (laughs) I feel like it is less his voice and more the words he's saying. Yes. Which I know is extremely intentional. Like he's supposed to feel like a grease ball and they're doing a good job of that. But um, but yeah, uh, Dan Hagen... uh, has another role in mm. Adventures in Odyssey um, recurring, which is that he voices Wilhelm Holstein, who in New Odyssey is uh, Fred Holstein's brother who has taken over Holstein's books. Oh, what? I didn't know that Holstein's books carried on. So apparently it does, but with a different Holstein. Interesting. I mean, I'm here for it. Because Kidsborough is the last appearance of Fred Holstein. Ah. But then... In the years since, they have introduced Wilhelm, and uh, he's voiced by Dan Hagen, who voices Archie. What a what a great name! It's almost as good as Wootenberry. Almost. Um, uh, aside from that, uh, Dan Hagen's got like 103 IMDb credits, a lot of small appearances, some video game voices, whatever. He was in an episode of Seinfeld playing hey. a character named Rick, and <laughs> an episode of Friends playing a character called the Casting Director. Ah, really uh, plumbing his artistic depths there. Mm -hmm. Hey, I mean, he hit two of the biggest seminal uh, sitcoms, so. In the 90s. Yeah. And like all time. All time. Yeah, 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 definitely. Arguably. Seinfeld has aged better than Friends, in my opinion. I fully agree. However, Friends is more beloved. Yeah, well, people are wrong sometimes. Apparently, Gen Z just loves Friends. I don't get it. Honestly, I've watched Friends. It's mediocre at best. Like, Seinfeld at least is filled with really funny stand-up most of the time, and the characters are super lovable. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't need to justify this. Seinfeld's good. It's aged better. If you think that Friends is better than Seinfeld, please write us an email explaining why, and then uh, we will probably not respond. But no, that's 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 totally fair. We'll know. We'll always know. Like wit. 
Mm. Oh man, we I the Chris outro. We'll we'll get to it. I mean, we have to. Yeah. Um, but before we can get to it, look at that segue. Oh so man, good. on fire. Um, let's let's uh, let's roll a promo. It seems like everyone in Odyssey is connected to Uncle Archie's carnival and the Green Ring. Some are going to the carnival undercover. Who knows where Agent Tanner is hiding? I don't think she's going to recognize me, what with the clown outfit and all. While others are simply there for the sights. I have to witness Eugene on the Tilton World. He screams like a little girl. I do not. Come along for the fun and mystery next time on Adventures in Odyssey. The amount of Will Ryan screaming in this episode is probably top all time. I feel can we like. just can we just get it away off the top? Great Eugene and Katrina episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> stupendous! Like one of the best. Like I, they get each other so it, well. I I realize I'm saying this from a point of not having full recollection and understanding, mm-hmm. but. From what we've covered, mm-hmm. my favorite post-Novacom, Eugene and Katrina. Like, after they leave the show and mm-hmm. then come back, their dynamic in this felt the most like the old ones mm-hmm. than in any other thing that we've covered. Yeah, I, I'm i struggling to compare that in my mind, but I definitely like understand I, what you're saying as like far I don't as their feel like, dynamic. Like, Eugene returns, they have a particularly good dynamic. No, no they really don't. Um, and so, yeah, and obviously there's there's stuff in there we haven't covered, and so it's not as fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, this episode feels like, their dynamic feels like an extension of, like, The relationship you know, that was founded a, in Novacom. Um Unto us a child is born. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it feels like that level of just, like, comfort with each other mm-hmm. and, like, that that knowing the other person so well yeah. that you just kind of understand. And, like, I don't know. It's a, it's a great Katrina and it's a great Eugene episode, and their relationship is what makes it so good. Like, the way that Eugene responds to Katrina... Um, when she's flustered is so good and like, Mm -hmm. you know, empathetic and understanding and also like not condescending at all, even though he kind of takes jabs at her at times, which is good. I was going to say, I like them taking jabs. Yeah. That's part of why I think it works. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's, that's all to come. Yes. We, We start the episode in stereo. Did yeah. you notice this? Did you listen to this with headphones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to it with, with my AirPods in. <laughs> so it's Wit and Polehouse entering the house and Monty there, and they absolutely pan left to right. Huh. You're right. That is cool. I yeah. like that. I, I like that. <laughs> I was just like, Odyssey essentially never does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. For whatever reason, that choice was made just for a brief scene off the top. Well, yeah, and it, well, it gives the idea of, like, looking from one room into the other, Yeah, essentially. no, it does space really well, and I'm like, I would love to see them. Do this more, maybe? Yeah, yeah we, we've talked about the, uh, I mean, this was years ago now, um, I think in the early days of the podcast, but we talked about the, uh, 
the excellently produced Wolverine, Wolverine. audio mm-hmm. drama that like uses stereo to its fullest. Yeah. And I'm not saying insane. Odyssey needs to go that hard, but it but was, they could. <laughs> but I was just like, Oh, that is a really fun flourish that we don't get in the show often ever i don't know and it's weird that it's just like this little tidbit off the top but i dig it i'm here for it if you're listening and you're important make more decisions like this (laughs) (laughs) i mean who can argue with that certainly Um, not so so yeah witten um polehouse like Mm. recap that like the description that Penny gave matched the description that Monty gave of this mm. person, and all of these signs are now pointing to the carnival. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or are they leading us to the carnival as a distraction or something? Is yeah. that just what they basically like? Is that just what they want you to think? Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, Polehouse then like takes a moment to like throw the hagglers under the bus yeah. as like all sucking. Yeah. Which is not great. I mean, obviously, you know, that's been previously established in other episodes. Uh I don't know. But I mean, obviously Wit stands up for them, which is good. He, um, yeah, he stands up for the hagglers, which I really appreciate. Um and then when they when Polehouse goes further to point out that the carnival would be a great front for the counterfeiting operation mm-hmm. we gets like really defensive and a little upset mm-hmm. and i appreciated that mm-hmm. but also the man is on record as hating uncle archie's yeah that was established in like the first episode yeah. and we were like why does we like have to have like god hatred for this carnival yeah and like in this one he's being like sympathetic and like trying not to like hoping the best for them which mm. I, I cannot be clear enough i really appreciate like i don't want yeah, this is to a good be, idea i don't want wit to be a jerk about it i'm just saying it's funny that like the man who hates the carnival is mm-hmm. also the one coming to its defense in this instance yeah well and you know just foiling polehouse and his kind of blanket statements probably leads him to be more empathetic which is kind of how that works um, which is good and exciting. I hope that they continue that with wit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love, I love an empathetic wit. We, we do. We stand empathetic wit on this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. so then they decide that they're going to go to the carnival, check things out. That's, you know, going that night and Monty wants to come with, they say, yep. you know, you're in no condition to do that. Like what if they recognize you? There's just all these red flags and yeah. Monty uh, decides to go as a clown. Yeah, a balloon-selling clown. Um, because uh, So he doesn't blow his cover, which he proceeds to blow his cover. Oh, immediately. But, but, but before he can blow his cover, he does say that, uh, that, yeah, he can't just stay back in the house. He has to go and see what's going on with the Green, Green Ring, Ring conspiracy. conspiracy. Like, dun, dun, he, dun. Says, he says the whole thing. And I'm like, I... With the Green I, Ring conspiracy part six tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back right after this break. <laughs> like, it pans was, away. <laughs> it was just such a, like... It was such a strong roll credits yes because overwhelmingly so because he's not a like 
It doesn't feel in character for him to say that. No, it does it is a title that doesn't sound like it's anything anybody would say out loud. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with them referring to this stuff as a the, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And I know they've been talking about the counterfeiters as a, as a green mm-hmm. ring. Yeah. But even, yeah. Putting that all together just, just for like the first ma- time in that moment is weird. It, because it sounds like a proper name. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you out here naming, you know. Your album? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly uh so yeah we 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 go then to uh connie mm-hmm. and penny mm-hmm. and connie is exhausted from the encounter with pole house yeah penny is exhausted from drawing a banana i mean goodness gracious i've only drawn a banana in like fourth grade art class and i was pretty tuckered out after that so yeah i mean they've got like five sides that's hard to handle yeah then uh then andrew who walks <laughs> through the door Wooten. <laughs> He bursts through the door, and he's so excited. And I'm so excited. Yeah, and, and we get Wooten at a carnival again. Dude, we have, it has been way too long since we've talked Wooten. Yeah, he, this he's is the problem with slinging it, and Penny is like... So this is the first time when Wooten meets Penny, and now knowing that they like get married and stuff, it makes this meeting like so much cuter. Yeah, but like it's a pretty cute... Like, there is extremely clear like they're playing into that oh yeah totally, the chemistry totally. is palpable yeah yeah i mean not even necessarily palpable like you rubber stamped on both their foreheads like goo goo gaga type stuff the uh, uh the the wiki which tracks a like wooten and penny relationship arc as like one of the sagas or whatever lists this as like the first episode mm-hmm because it's of the course it is. Yeah. Like, because they're like, they're meeting and it's not just like, oh, they are both in an episode together. Mm-hmm. It is very clearly them Wooten. meeting. Mm-hmm. The relationship begins. And Wooten is legally not allowed to have a romantic interest if a carnival is not involved. So, you know. Are you implying that he and Connie had a romantic interest? I mean, I felt it. I don't know if they did. <laughs> Um, uh, so anyway, uh, Connie's exasperation Penny, with Wooten in this episode is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> certainly not relatable at all. Um, <laughs> we'll talk uh, about the third wheel rap that this. <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah, we um, will. But um, but first, let's 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 discuss the fact that uh, I'm Eugene and um, and Andrew's Wooten. It's very cute. I love it, and uh, I think it's it's true to form i think you know two and a half years into this podcast it's it's time to actually pull back the curtain we are woo gene there i mean you can't argue with that folks oh my gosh anyway back to the episode uh penny and wooten like hit it off super well they both know the same like comic book artist and you know (laughs) He the, talks about wordplay. She talks about art style. She 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 talks about being. He asks if her name is short for Penelope, and she says only if you put my first and middle name together. Yeah, which <laughs> implies that her first is it Penelope. That's her middle name. Maybe Penny Penelope Wise. Sure, I'm okay with it. It should be canon. There, Let's stamp it, proof. It's good. And then Wooten jokes the about his name being short for Wootenberry, which is 
funny. Yeah, it's um, actually really funny. And is that the first time that that's brought up? I mean, it's not actually. It's I'm I'm sure that's a joke. Is is it? I Andrew, it, it has to be a joke because he then launches into this whole spiel about attending a conundrum club oh, at yeah. the college, which is a bit. Yeah. And I'm a little bit disappointed because he's talking about the conundrum club. He's like, yeah, we just sit around pondering questions that don't have answers. Like, why isn't there another word for synonym? That broke me as a And child. I was like, this is the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or why would anybody put an S in the middle of the word lisp? <laughs> like, I remember yeah. hearing that whenever this came out and just being like, that's so mean. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. It's it's great, um, but then he he actually reveals that he's there to give a comic book talk mm-hmm. um, on uh, Lee Kane, mm-hmm. um, which is a amalgamation of Stan Lee, mm-hmm. the co-creator of Spider-Man, and Bob Kane, the co-creator of Batman. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Wait, what's the co-creator of Batman's name? Bob Kane. Bob Kane. Okay. So uh, Spider-Man is Stan Lee, Steve, yeah. Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Oh, okay. Wow. So they went Lee Kane, which works. But he's a Kane Finger. <laughs> but, but, yeah. It's my favorite James Bond no, movie. I mean, no, if they had done it the other way, it would have been Ditko Finger. <laughs> uh. Then Wooten in an amazing moment of like, I don't... He either he either lacks self-awareness or is incredibly comfortable being forward. Invites them out to the carnival? Yeah, he, yes. He but he like he asks Penny mm-hmm. and Connie Con- yeah. to go. Like it is very clearly like you both should come, but, but like, like Penny should come. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm just like, dude, I I, that that move of I just met you, let me ask you out, is amazing. Like I, so much props to him. Obviously, they clicked well. Yeah, I cannot imagine pulling that off. No, I, I am very comfortable in that, like in that realm, and I, I don't do that ever. Like I, like I, that's the amount of stones on that man to just invite. I mean. I guess if the carnivals are calling. He, I mean, he he made it work really well. Yeah. Connie and Penny set it up before he walked in, saying, like, they didn't really have anything going on in the night, trying to come up with something fun. Mm-hmm. Wooten interrupted and was like, oh, well, we got to We have to something carnival. fun to do. <laughs> you guys should come with me to the carnival. And uh, then he and Penny bond over the fact that she created the art for the carnival. Mm-hmm. That's um, a great poster. <laughs> no. Oh, they're they're very cute. yeah they're really cute it's a it's a fun dynamic and it is the uh the incendiary incendiary scene for the third wheeling trope we get for the rest of the episode yeah absolutely and like huge shout out to both kimmy robertson and jess harnell for just like killing, killing it yeah knocking it out of the park from scene one uh, or maybe that's on Paul McCusker for the writing. I don't know. Just good job. Yeah, honestly. well, yeah, it's there is for sure a couple elements that are making it work, but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm, I'm yeah. really into it. Um, we then we then jump to the other third wheel arc of the episode, um, mm-hmm. which is Emily asking uh, Matthew 
uh if, if he's well, gonna go to so crime. it's like it's matthew and eugene talking and then emily's like oh are you guys done with being secretive and yeah he, and then she's like oh are you gonna go to the carnival matthew and he's he hesitates and then she stomps off yeah <laughs> he's like well and then she leaves yep and then which could- emily gets treated so poorly this whole arc that i'm learning that i didn't pick up on last time it is it is tough because she is not doing herself any favors and also constantly getting like the yeah bad like drawing the short straw like yeah. it's just like she like the yeah her kind of like it sucks on like they both suck for different reasons where i'm just mm-hmm. like Matthew, why are you keeping secrets? Why are you being so dumb about the manner in which you keep these secrets? Mm-hmm. Emily, like, maybe don't take things that personally. Maybe don't stomp off, like, before he can respond. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, yeah. Well, I was more so referring to Emily getting manipulated by Buck. Emotionally. Oh, yes, I mean, we do have that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, uh... I mean, at least he's a minor, and right, we don't I, have the, right. the uh, Lucy, Lucy um, um, Maxwell. Maxwell. Wow, Jinx, you owe me a ginger beer. How about that? I um, mean, I, I'll gladly buy you a ginger beer. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Don't tempt me. <laughs> but, yeah, it is just... Yep. It is yeah. a repeat of that motif, but less problematic this time. Mm-hmm. Still sucky. Anyway, um, so Emily then leaves, and then Katrina enters. Um, yep. And she's going to the carnival so that Buck's guardian can sign the form, as we previously established. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, Eugene offers to come along too. They've never been to a carnival together. We get <laughs> a really like, fun yeah. scene. I haven't been. We haven't been to the carnival since we've never, never been, been to, to the carnival, car- Eugene. Oh yeah. How does that's he know that when. she screams like a little girl then? I so so my assumption there is that there are tilt a whirls that are at like amusement parks and they've okay. never actually been to a carnival. Okay. That is what I'm going with. It is That works for me. It's a thin thread, but it's the only one that made sense. Mm. So there's maybe they have one at Old West Fun World. Perhaps. Put it on the merch. <laughs> Um, I rode the tilt whirl at Old West Fun World, I and all I got was this. <laughs> oh man, we need to do it in like the you wouldn't download a pizza font. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, and then Matthew, who's been standing kind of on the sideline of that <laughs> whole conversation, is like, "Yeah, I should I probably should go, go as well." So Emily doesn't yell at me. Yep. <laughs> Then we jump to Wit, Polehouse, and Monty parking on the other side of the woods from the carnival. Mm-hmm. And Monty's going to go out and scout around while um, uh, Wit uh, and Polehouse, Polehouse go to girl. talk to um, Archie. Arch- There's also some plainclothes officers around the area, which is an interesting thing because it doesn't come up. No. No, not really, except for when he, Polehouse calls his, uh, his plainclothes officers clowns later. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that is the... But yeah. no, yeah, well, and also, like, why... I feel like 
I mean, I guess if it's undercover, but there definitely should be some, like, visible police presence at the carnival, I feel like. <sighs> should, I don't know. The, I, mean, I Like, I imagine the carnival has its own security mm-hmm. or oh, whatever. Like, I don't. But. Yeah, but, yeah. they're uh, large, tall, skinny, long-haired, bearded right. women. Southern accents. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So then, then we jump to Connie third-wheeling hard. Mm-hmm. As just Wooten and Penny continue to be cute. Yeah. And they want to ride on all the rides and do all the stuff together. And um, is this right when they get off the tilt-a-whirl or something? And she's talking about her brain (laughs) or her insides hemorrhaging? Probably. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That sounds about right. There's there's a lot of... I think last episode we talked about these weird cuts where they'd like cut away Mm -hmm. to the same scene like a moment later this episode has a problem where they like cut to nothing scenes Mm -hmm. and then cut away so like we're just gonna go broad i think with the second half of this episode Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like jump to connie connie groans jump back to monty monty groans right yeah (laughs) yeah no it, it it is interesting. It kind of gives the, you know, if it's all taking place at the same time relatively, you know, that kind of uh, cinematic thing where they jump yes. around to a bunch of different things that are going on. But Right, especially because they're all in this central location, which we mm-hmm. don't normally have. All at the same time. So, like, because you're not actually changing, like, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you can get away with doing these smaller cuts because mm-hmm. you don't have to establish the location every time. Yeah. So yeah. like, I understand why they did it. I think it's a good choice. I think it mm-hmm. works really well. It's just like, as far as recapping, like we don't need to break down every time they cut a scene. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we, we do, we do go then, um, Oh, to like, we get introduced to Archie mm-hmm. by pole house and wit talking to him and him just being Sleazy. over the top and dodgy. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, that describes most of the people that work here. Oh, you know, uh, and then Archie, I'm sorry, uh, Pole House asked Archie about the poster and everything like that. And he's like, oh, yes, it's something I do to help the community. And then, you know, Pole House kind of calls him on his bluff that, like, no, you paid somebody to take care of this. So, yeah. like, I need you to, like, I need the name of the person you paid. Right. And he, uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll you get know, my assistant Tiffany to, to do it. <laughs> to check the records. And then we, we jump back and he's like, he's like, oh, yes, I've, you know, she checked the records and uh, they couldn't find anything. But, like, if you can get a warrant, you can check them yeah. yourself. Yeah. Well, why am I turning into Bane? You can check them yourself. <laughs> Your precious carnival. <laughs> I yeah, that. I mean, I guess it's not that far off, but it's 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 still wrong. He wears a mask. Lots of people at carnivals wear masks. Yeah, yeah. A thread there. Yeah, you're you're right. I wear a mask. We we're we're all bane. It's 2021. <laughs> we we're 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 a mask wearing people. Exactly. Safety. It's important. Even if you did get vaccinated, I'm sorry. It's annoying. I get it, but you know. Although the guidelines are loosening up in that regard. Yeah, which is so nice. (laughs) And who knows where we'll be at when this episode comes out. Exactly. You don't know when we're recording this. And you never will. (laughs) We, uh... (laughs) 
we we then go back um so this is buck finding mm-hmm. katrina and katrina's yep. like oh thanks for finding me because uh, i wouldn't have found you yeah we didn't set we up didn't a, place, set up to a place to meet the carnival is large it's and okay. there are a million people here yeah because there's a million people in odyssey sure yep works out i mean if there's a counterfeiting ring probably a good amount of people there um yeah so this is like super sketch so he takes uh or i'm sorry buck walks katrina back behind the house of mirrors to beat skin which is like red flag after red flag oh yeah this he's parked is, in a truck yeah exactly and does she get in the truck to sign the papers or i think he, i think he gets, he gets out, out. I, yeah i'm imagining him signing the papers on the hood of the truck yeah yeah very much that or maybe the tailgate you know we don't know uh hoods are smoother though it's true better for writing mm-hmm. but be careful if you use a pen you might stab right through um <laughs> this has become a truck advice <laughs> it's the sequel to car talk that nobody asked for <laughs> um, so yeah so this and like we said so in this scene and the scene in which katrina meets mr skin there's so many red flags and inconsistencies compared to the story that buck gave katrina during the interview and it's really frustrating for me as the listener at least now looking back being like these people put so much intentionality on using burner phones and stuff like that but they can't even get a cohesive story straight <laughs> yeah right because skin is not like buck gives the whole like he's like promotes carnivals right mm-hmm. like yeah he explains that yeah he's the person who goes ahead during the interview and then for some reason skin can't change, be at carnival changes that story up and yeah. i'm just like this is he a has weird... a condition <laughs> right yeah yeah. i have a condition (laughs) yeah and it's like it's nothing that is strong enough to where katrina can point to it and go they just said two contradictory things Mm -hmm. but it is a lot of stuff that doesn't quite align right which i think is what they're going for but is like how in the world did like skin and fall off yeah not (laughs) have this already like they they bought or they're they're they rented a house yeah or hid in a house or yeah. whatever that is they're doing they borrowed a house the plastic off they, the they borrowed a house, house. There, yeah. there's what we needed mm-hmm. um but yeah he he does sign the forms though mm-hmm. and katrina has um tells buck he can start to work tomorrow yeah um and then uh he tells buck to kind of go off to the carnival and yeah. he kind of you know walks away and then katrina's like why do you have him call you Mr. Skin? He's like, why well, well he? else would I call him? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, again, another moment of like, what are you doing? What are you, did you, okay. What? <laughs> I mean, I guess if he's his guardian, whatever, but like, you would think that they would at least be on a first name basis. For sure. Or at least make one up, for the love of God. Yeah. Use a burner phone and everything, but you can't make up a <laughs> fake name. Monty then shows up back there, I guess, Katrina leaves. Yeah. Monty arrives. In clown he costume. Offers to he offers Skin a balloon. Mm-hmm. And then like and then is like, ah, you know, the doc, whatever. I'm like, what why did just you run right this? up to him? He located the he recognized that it was the guy. Right. And he walks right up to him, offers to sell him a balloon. Right. Great, that's fine. Staying in character, getting yeah. in close, you know, it's close funny. proximity. And then he's just like, 
you know me. And then Skint's like, yeah, I do know you. What are you doing? You're going to jeopardize this whole operation. Yeah. And instead of staying in character, Monty's like, what exactly would I be messing up? Like, right. And then, so bad. And then <laughs> someone, I, 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 I wrote in my notes that I assumed it was Buck, but I, it might not be. Mm-hmm. someone hits Monty over the head and yeah. then they carry him to the truck. And I don't know yeah. if it's just another random carnival worker or if Buck like doubled back. But then we jump to a scene where Buck's running up to Matthew and Emily, which yeah. would work if he like left after Skint said, like you can go be with the carnival. Mm-hmm. Katrina had her little interaction. Then he keeps going. So maybe it is just a random carnival worker. I don't know. It's a little unclear. Maybe his stunt double, yeah. the lady with the tall and Southern accent and the long hair and the beard. Also, there's something about, there's something about, in that scene, Monty, like, playing this clown yeah. that felt very much like Mitch being the happy yes. giraffe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad we're in, because what, what, his screen name mm-hmm. is, like, someone the happy the giraffe. giraffe. It's not like I don't know, yeah. Geraldo or something like it, that. It's, but it's, it's something, it's something f- funky. Fun, yeah. Yeah. And this just feels like the natural extension there of like, oh, yes. Well, and it's fun. But again, also like, Monty, what are you doing? I And Skint does this thing where I was like, oh, look behind you. And he's like, you won't expect me to fall for that. And he just gets clocked upside the head. And right. Skint's like, well, but you did. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I mean, Monty is unconscious a lot. Yeah. They yeah. really knock him out a lot. I know. I feel bad for his head. Yeah, he's Connie's worrying head. about this internal hemorrhaging, but uh, but Monty, on the other hand, actually has reason to be concerned. Yeah, certainly. I Don't mean, oh man, imagine putting Monty on a tilt a whirl in his current situation. Actually, we should have a talk about that. Mm-hmm. They keep saying tilt, tilt and whirl. No, it's tilt a whirl. It is, but they say in the episode tilt and tilt and whirl. whirl. Have you ever maybe been that's on a... a Midwest thing where they fully, you know, separate the two? I don't know. But it's like it's a tilt a whirl, not a tilt and whirl. It's a carnival. You have to have hyphens in the name of the rides. Yeah, I'm like, why, why are we tilting and whirling? We should be tilting a whirling. Oh right, yeah. All right. I guess I guess what you're saying makes sense. But it just it sounds like someone reading a script who doesn't yeah. who has never actually, actually been on like, a tilt a whirl. Right. <laughs> Uh, I've only been on a tilt whirl like once or twice. I've never been on a tilt whirl. They have one at the effort of yeah. I, 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 it's not like I haven't had the option to go on a tilt whirl. I just I don't like carnival I can't go rides. On them anymore. I only like bumper cars. Like I don't like going fast. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I really like carnival rides where I am in control. Yeah, which is why I like bumper cars mm-hmm. and those like ride around on a roller coaster and shoot things yeah and that is about it uh i i like uh ferris wheels are nice nope i don't do heights oh uh, interesting i didn't know that so like is that the same thing when you go to an amusement park too? yeah I, like, I, you... I basically do nothing well honestly we're in the same boat because I used to be a thrill seeker, but now if I go on a roller coaster, I pass out almost every time. So, thanks, Pots. Yeah, just gravity throwing me around, making my blood do all kinds of funky things, <laughs> and I always end up unconscious. Eesh. 
And that's been Chronic Illness Corner with Andrew. The part uh, of the show where Andrew comes out and says, a chronic illness. <laughs> so, yeah, they... <laughs> we then jump to, like, like I established, Buck mm-hmm. finding Emily. Then Matthew shows up. Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, oh, well, like, you know fuck you you should you should join us yeah and he's like oh yeah let me use my you know connections to get to the front of the uh roller coaster line i know and emily guy. swoons yeah. and then repeats that oh, to yeah. matthew who's like yeah i was there yeah okay i get it he's got connections all right fine his dad literally works here i mean not dad but you know like guardian and we don't know that oh i guess they they don't and no one does seemingly well no it's already been established that his dad works for the carnival well or that skint works for the carnival. to katrina yeah okay i mean it's been established within the show so i'm not spoiling right. anything no no oh, no no i'm not okay. saying you're spoiling anything i'm saying like these characters don't know that though no no like no, no, kind of no characters know that for sure except for katrina <laughs> kind of but even she has reason to not know because skint was not forthright about it and he fumbled the bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, we <laughs> we then get uh, Wally and Jay going to talk to Archie. Yeah, that is fun and weird, and a scene that only exists so that Pole House can step out of the shadows. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like Wally has no reason to be at the carnival. I get mm-hmm. Jay going there, mm-hmm. but like. Wally could confront Archie at any point. There's no reason for him to be doing this now. I guess I guess he followed Skint there is the implication because of, of him using the GPS tracker. That's fair. But, like, he didn't need to have this confrontation. No, It's just not. there so that Pole House can step out of the shadows and be like, See, See? Wit, I told you Suspicious. every haggler sucks. <laughs> yep. And that's clearly what's happening here. Certainly not Wally defending his, you know, integrity. So, yeah. Then then Wit and Polehouse go to try and find Monty. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we jump to... We jump back to Buck and Emily. Mm-hmm. Matthew has disappeared. Miraculously. Mm-hmm. Buck won Emily a stuffed dinosaur. And uh, we had a little joke that he says about opening cans with a gun in his house yep. <laughs> a little, little little redneck-esque situation going on there and emily's just like oh that's nice yeah <laughs> uh but i mean obviously she's like head over heels and then buck asks emily um if you know she can help him find his lost phone um i lost it in the woods the other day and uh she he's going to talk to her about it tomorrow is that what's established here yeah, they're going to meet tomorrow at Wit's End. Yeah. Um, and he's going to try and locate this Appleberry with her because she is an amateur detective. Of course. Um, and to her credit, Emily then does say, I should go find Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. I feel bad for deserting him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Buck's like, ah, no, Matthew's a big boy. He can handle himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh buck why <laughs> and uh and and uh matthew handling himself is him finding connie bench, him sitting on a bench with connie and they both talk about being third wheels yeah and connie tries to offer advice and then matthew's basically like yeah but you're doing this too yeah 
<laughs> and then, and then, Wooten runs up. Mm-hmm. Exploits that Penny is lost in the hole of mirrors. Mm-hmm. I can hear her, but I can't find her. <laughs> it's so funny. It is really funny. So Connie goes to help with that, mm-hmm. and then my favorite part of the episode happens, where Jay steps out from behind a trash can. can. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jay just kills it this episode. I. I. Love Jay so much. Because he's not to be trusted. <laughs> Mixing the so, words around doesn't make it make sense. Yeah. Oh, so there's man. this whole bit about Matthew, Matt, where Matthew's like, you know, it's unhealthy to chew gum that's been thrown out by other people. And he's like, oh, I gave that up years, <laughs> years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I gave that up years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so and then, funny. Right. And then the thing he says about, like, not trusting Buck. Yeah. Because he's not, not to, to be, be trusted. trusted. <laughs> and Matthew just killing it with Jay putting words in a different order doesn't make it clearer. <laughs> Somebody sell that to like half of Twitter. Um, yeah. No, and it's... then, oh my word. And then, no, and then we still have the other line here where, where Matthew mumbles like to himself. Is it my imagination you know, or are things, things getting, getting weird, weird around, around here? here? Yeah. And Jay just yells, things, things are getting, getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> Having already exited the scene. <laughs> oh, things are getting weird. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's so good. Jay is so funny. I'm so glad that this, like, arc tangentially involves him a yeah, good bit. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, man, give me, give me all the Jay. Yeah. There, there is apparently an episode called Groundhog Jay, <laughs> which is Groundhog Hog Day, Day but, but with Jay. And I feel like we got to do yeah, it at yeah, some point. That would be a good guest episode. I was going to say, we, we can find a guest and just have fun with that. Yeah. Let's see if Colleen wants to cover it. <laughs> yeah, well, we can get Colleen on a better episode. Like one yeah. that she knows. Yeah. 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 Um, me- meanwhile, on the other side of town, um, <laughs> you mean the carnival? No, no, because this is this is um, Eugenia, Katrina. Katrina. Yeah, where? Oh, I guess they are still at the carnival. Mm-hmm. But it's meanwhile on the other side of the carnival. Um, it's uh, Eugene and Katrina, and Katrina being like, "Hey, Eugene, like we should like go. Like I want to go stake out their house and see what's <laughs> going on there." Yeah, and this is when Eugene's like, definitely picking up that this is a little eccentric, but is like. Yes, dear. Go for it. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty sure he comes into the scene like kind of excited to be at a carnival and like wanting to try things and like whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So he he completely just like he understands that Katrina is not going to be happy until this happens mm-hmm. and t- until she finds some more answers. And so he he does the right thing and he goes goes with her. Yeah. Um. So there there's going across town. Yeah. See, I was yeah. I was justified. Yeah. Um. Always are. That's that's my goal is just to prove my justification to you. Calvinism. <clears throat> what? Did you hear something? No, it's it's just it just sounds like silence on my end. There's no oh. audio spike or anything. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Then when they get, we don't we don't actually see that anything happened there, no. right? No, but, no, but, no. But we, we just come back on Eugene just being like, so so. So can we can we at least do one one ride? down on the tilt a whirl? 
And then and then Katrina says, like, as long as you don't scream like a little girl. And then we cut to a delightful Will Ryan, like, screaming, but, like, in Will that, Ryan, like, Will Ryan, Will Helm, like, moment. In that mix of, like, like joy and terror yeah. that is so delightful. <laughs> yeah. His voice does such interesting things when it's yelling because, like, yelling as Eugene. Mm, uh, yeah. It's it's really funny, yep. honestly. And again, great vocal performance. And like the kind of mania of the carnival is very complimentary to the chaos that's going on right now. Yeah. Um, and so like I think that it really benefits Penny and Wooten's dynamic because they very much have like the kids running around having you know mm-hmm. causing problems mm-hmm. at a carnival aesthetic. And uh, and then Eugene and Katrina also have like the more parental kind of yeah. outlook it's it's very nice but uh, yeah i like seeing them be cute know each other have fun yeah going on a tilton world even the wiki writes it correctly t-i-l-t apostrophe n apostrophe w-h-i-r-a. oh so they're writing it as a tilton world yeah a tilton world not a tilt and world no no but i say a tilt a world Oh yeah, that's, I, mean, I suppose that's what I say. Yeah, right. Tilt a whirl. Yeah, not a tilting whirl. What an interesting word. I, I feel like the more we say it, the more it's just gonna fall apart. Yeah, I mean, it is barely a word to begin with. Looking at it right now, yeah, <laughs> it's like the scrambler. Um, so the other, yeah, then then the thing we end on mm-hmm. is. Uh, wit coming up on the crime scene mm. that Polehouse and his undercover officers have found, which is Monty's disappearance. Mm-hmm. There's a white smudge on the ground that Wit points out that all the officers have missed. Yeah, of course. So yeah, so Polehouse is basically just like, ah, it looks like you know he's pulled the, his disappearing act again, and Wit's like, nah, not by choice, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And Polehouse is like, ah, I don't know. And Wit's like, well, look we- at this paint and then you know look at the smudge on the ground it's white that's clearly monty's face yeah um unless what was he was he playing tonto and tracking the cavalry is that the line or something yeah, like that yeah except i believe it is playing indian not playing tonto which would have been a little bit better yeah we should probably get away from using that word yeah it just feels avoidable yeah very avoidable but you know this was in 2012 times were different yeah but like john mulaney has the joke about feeling it in your feet like a native american in 2009 that yeah yeah okay (laughs) that's fair you make a very strong point um so anyway monty has been taken by force like my elementary school textbooks did not say indian no, yeah, none of mine did. And that was prior to this episode as well. Yeah. So, You're come on, behind. Focus. Come on now. Um, regardless, uh, he, yeah, so they, they're finally like, all right, so we, like, we think, you know, maybe Skint kidnapped Monty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in order to prove that this is still a Christian show. Wit praise for Monty. <laughs> he just says like a one-liner prayer and then we go out. Yep. And then... That becomes the crux for the moral of the episode, which is, when things are bad, pray like Wit did, because he always remembers to pray. Which, like, good, not it's terrible. not a bad message. It's just like... That's not what's happening here. <laughs> right. 
Come right. on now. Come it, on it, now. It's the thing that, but it's the thing that Odyssey, unfortunately, can't ever get away with, which mm. is like, this is just like, right, they always have to put a moral in. So mm-hmm. it can't just be like a fun, relaxed episode where like, hey, a bunch of people are like having fun antics and like it moves yeah. the plot along. And they're not doing anything bad because they are Christian people, but they don't like make the Christianity part of it like yeah. a major point. Yeah. And it's and I understand why it's a part of the show. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just of like course. Yeah. Yeah. But I I do I really like this uh this episode though. Yeah, me it's too. It's just it's light, mm-hmm. the story moves a bit, and but I think more than anything, it's these interpersonal relationships which are the thing that I care about Odyssey for. Yeah, exactly. It's not that like and we i mean we've yeah we've gotten to that i think a lot over the years but like it's not like the big mystery or Mm -hmm. the you know the bible story the morals that keep me coming back it's like a lived-in world where like the characters all know each other and and, like have relationships yeah exactly like that's the thing that like i think rocks about this show and this is just a great showcase of it Mm -hmm. while not being a diversion yeah and also introducing potential new relationships uh, between you know uh penny and wooten and all of that Mm -hmm. and what that becomes um yeah yeah, it's really good honestly and i think like i said previously the um the carnival as a unifying like place and the sound engineering and all of that just it provides a really cool different element that i think makes this episode just better um yeah only good things to say except for you know skint being silly and fumbling his disguise yeah i expect better and monty yeah monty what the heck (laughs) i'm a security agent i'm just gonna blow my cover immediately (laughs) it's a great idea but with that being said do you have anything to plug, Dylan? Not, not really plugging anything here, man. Yeah, I, heck, I had something I wanted to plug and now I can't remember it. Oh well, must not have been that important. I guess not. So yeah, uh, nothing, nothing to plug here. Um, but you know, we will be back again in a week. So come back for that. We'll be talking about, and this is going to come as a huge shock to everyone. Episode six eighty five, the Green Ring Conspiracy, Part Seven. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Libbits Podcast Co-op. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. The Green Ring Conspiracy Part 6 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.